0: Welcome to Breakthrough Prayer Podcast with Pastor Camille Sophia. Thank you for joining us today. We hope it gives you a reason to know that the time for transformation is here, and that time is now. Here is Pastor Camille Sophia.
1: Turn your Bibles to Mark chapter 5, for time's sake. Mark 5, 25 to 32. Just going to ask you to stand as we read the Word of God, Mark chapter 5, reading from verse 25. It reads he Now, a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, She came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment, for she said, If only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, who touched my clothes? But his disciples said to him, you see the multitude thronging you, and you said, who touched me? 32 and last, and he looked around to see her, who had done this thing. Let's go to verse 33, sorry. But the woman fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. 34 and last, and he said to her, "'Daughter, your faith has made you well. "'Go in peace and be healed of your affliction.'" Bow your heads. Father, we thank you for this word. We know the anointing makes preaching easy bind up every spirit that come to tie me up let the power of the holy ghost come upon this word and lord let it be a blessing to every person under the sound of my voice whether you're watching my facebook live by zoom or whether you are in the sanctuary i pray that healing will be wrought in your spirit today as this word go forth father we thank you in jesus name amen while you're sitting i want you to turn to your neighbor for my sermon title the struggle is over turn to your neighbor Say, neighbor the struggle is over come on preach with me the struggle is over. Come on, get some attitude there. I give you a license to preach. The struggle is over. Come on, the struggle is over. By way of introduction, the Gospel of Mark could be called the Gospel of Suffering. Mark is known as the cousin of Barnabas and traveled with him and Paul on several missionary journeys. Mark was the first Gospel written among the four Gospels. According to the external tradition, the Gospel of Mark was written to the city of Rome and thus he was writing to the Romans who were unfamiliar with Jewish customs. The major theme in this synoptic gospel is Jesus' suffering and death. This theme can be defined as self-sacrificial, service to God for the sake of the gospel. One of the highlights of Mark's gospel is the woman with the issue of blood. This woman had a struggle. I don't believe there is any person under the sound of my voice who is not struggling with something that they would love for the almighty God to remove from their life. Like the woman with the issue of blood, we are here sitting, waiting on God for our breakthrough. But what is a struggle? According to the Webster's thesaurus, some of the definition for struggle are, is a state of open, prolonged fighting. It means to make vigorous efforts to get free. It it means make one's way without difficulties. When you hear of the word struggle, synonyms such as wrestle, battle, travail, and war comes to mind. This is exactly what this woman mentioned in Mark 5 was explaining. Experiencing. This woman that was introduced to us in Mark 5 from verse 25 was experiencing what we call a struggle. Now let's examine the text. You see Mark 5 now introduces first the demon possessed man who was healed by Jesus. And then the story continues with Jairus' father approaching Jesus to heal his demon dead child but then thirdly Mark introduces this woman with the issue of blood but here are some facts about the woman, number one, we learn that the woman had an issue. The issue she faced is that she had a flow of blood. According to Mosaic law, uh, she found when you when you begin to read it in Leviticus 15, she was considered unclean everything she sat on was considered unclean everything she touches was considered unclean everyone she touches was considered unclean she was not allowed in the public arena if she was going through her menstruation which as the Bible told us she had it for 12 years and some woman can ask identify with me if you have something flowing for 12 years you know that it's going to be very uncomfortable you see this woman was lonely she was rendered unfit she was rendered an outcast She was ostracized and banned from interactions with others because of her prolonged circumstance. The next thing we know about the woman is that her affliction was for a very long time. She had it for 12 years. You see, every one of us can deal with a struggle for a short time of time but how many of us can endure affliction on a long-term basis you see many things can befall us when we have a long-term struggle Uh, some can lose faith because we believe in God to move on a set time but every time we look and we begin to examine our situation every time we think a breakthrough is coming Ah, it's not yet ah, you got to stay in there a little bit longer you see some people curse God because you see you can you can you can ride out the storm when it's short when it's an hour or when it's a day or when it's a few days but you see when it's a long period of time some things can come you see your way you see some people leave church some get depressed some become some oppress, and some give up and some hide it uh, because you see you don't want nobody to know about it. Uh, some seek the wrong physician but you see but there are some people who begin to know that they need to seek Jesus. The other thing you learn about the woman is that she was desperate for her healing. The Bible said she spent all she had uh, for her healing. She was she exhausted all of her resources because she was desperate for her healing Uh, this tells me that the woman was in a crisis and would do anything to obtain her healing she found herself in a position where no one and nothing could help her am I speaking to somebody have you ever been there when no one and nothing could help you you've been fasting for a period of time but nothing uh, it seems to be happening uh, but I bring me to my first point don't allow your struggle to define you you see all of the synoptic gospel made introduction of the story saying when you have some time go read it. Hear how Mark introduces her. Now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years. And then Matthew introduces her and says and suddenly a woman who had a flow of blood for 12 years came from behind. And now Luke introduces her saying now a woman having a flow of blood for 12 years. You see they de... i identified her by her issue uh, not by her name Uh, you see it is as if her issue became her name you see words are power and words are life society had defined her by her struggles it meant that no one knew who she really was what her potentials were uh, what she She was destined to be, and all they saw was her issue of blood. She was destined to die as the woman with the issue of blood. She was shut down. Down by her family, shut down by her friends, shut down by society, shut down by the status quo, shut down by the law. She was bound and her destiny was aborted because of her struggle. The woman was cut off, cut down, shut up, shut out, wrapped up on up because of her struggle only known for a struggle only known by what she is going through they didn't get a time to get to know her because when you have a struggle that's the only thing people remember that's the only thing that they see they can't see deep down that there is a purpose and there's something more that makes you up they just see the struggle just like the syrophoenician woman they only see the struggle like blind Bartimaeus they only see the struggle like Mary the harlot they only see the struggle like Judas the betrayer they only see the struggle not known by anything admirable or pleasant but only identified by their struggle I come to prophesy to somebody this afternoon don't allow others to identify you by your struggle. I come by to announce to somebody your struggle is not you. Don't allow them to shut you up because of your struggle. Don't allow them to shut you out because of your struggle. Sometimes you gotta put yourself together like blind Bartimaeus. Sitting at the gate. They wanted to shut him down. They wanted to shut him up. But blind body mayor says, not so. I know I'm blind, but you can't shut up my mouth. I'm going to seek Jesus. I'm going to call on him. Right in his sugar. He said, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus! Jesus! Somebody need to open their mouths. I don't know who I'm talking to, but you gotta struggle. There's something that the devil has put on you. But I come to announce to that demon, take the limits off. Take the boundaries off. Take the shackles off. Take the lid off. I'm not who they say I am. I'm a child of God. Don't hold your peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not because I got a struggle. You ain't got nothing over me. You ain't got nothing on me. The last time I check, I know who I am. I know who I am. I know my purpose. I know my calling. You see, while you're on this journey called life, things will befall you that you didn't plan for, things that you didn't anticipate, things you cannot fathom from people whom you least expect. But saints of God, it doesn't matter what befall you. You must know who you are, and who God say you are. You see, many times Satan put things on us to control us, because you see, when you face defeat, it can discourage you. But I heard somebody say in my ears, you may face defeat, but you're not defeated. I don't care what bids the tides, God's going to take care of you. Some of you need to hold your head up. Stop looking down. They ain't cuter than you. They ain't better than you. They ain't got nothing over you. The last time I check, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm the righteousness of God. I'm the apple of his eye. I know my creator. I know my God. I'm not going to listen to the naysayer, but it's who God say I am. Oh, it's who he say I am. I know who I am. royal priesthood not showing off but anytime you put anointing on anybody they just became somebody I don't care who you are you don't have to preach you don't have to speak in tongues but as long as you identify with Jesus as long as you're the king's kid as long as You're a child of God. You are the righteousness of God. You are God's magnum, opus, God's masterpiece. You can't put nothing on me. You can't put nothing on me. The last time I check, I know who I am. I am not insecure. don't care about the struggle god's gonna fix the struggle i don't care about what is happening in the background but when i look in the mirror i look in the mirror and i see god in me the hope of glory Let them talk about you. Let them gossip about you. Let them talk behind your back. Let them chew you up and spit you out. But after they've done that, you better put yourself together and know who you are. We're living in an era where people will utilize their vernacular to cut you down. But anytime time you can remember yourself, you better remind yourself who you are. Know who God says you say you are. It's who God says you are. That's important. It's not what man say about you. It's what God say about you. So don't let them come and put no struggle on you. They can't call your name. They say, do you know such and such? Who such and such? Who such and such? What about my name? You don't know my name. Everybody in the earth name as a name because it's your name that identify you. Your struggle don't identify you. Who told you that your struggle identify you? It's your name. They didn't call your name. Why you looking? Why you interested? It's not you. It's not you. My name is Camille McKenzie and I'm not my struggle. Put your name there. My name is Denton Robinson and I'm not my struggle. My name is Alison MacLennon and I'm not masjugger. My name is Bishop Richard Mackenzie and I'm not master. My name is Nicretia Watson and I'm not master. My name is Doreen Simpson and I'm not master. My name is Gisele Samuels and I'm not master. My name is Abigail King and I'm not master. I'm Latavia Mackenzie and I'm not masjugger. I'm Dave Gibbs and I'm not masjugger. I'm not masjugger. I don't care what you've heard, I'm not my struggle. desperation will break that chain the Bible says now this woman I heard that Jesus was by. She had the struggle for 12 years and she spent all her money trying to fix it. You see, sometimes you spend your money in the wrong place and some things doesn't call for money to fix. It's not a money fix. You see, the kingdom I've messed up. I mess up. Kingdom people are messed up. Can I tell you that everything that I have and own, it's fate that fix it for me. It was never money. When I think something, I just do it. Whether or not I have money, I just act like I have money, and I and I move to it. You see, because in the arena of the Christian faith, we operate on a different order. You see, this woman heard that Jesus was passing by. The Bible said that she had spent all that she had, and was no better, but she grew worse. You see, but when you are at your wit end, Desperation can push you to find the right solution. You see, desperation means that it is extremely serious. It means that when one is at their wit end. You see, in the arena of the Christian faith, desperation is not a bad thing. You see, but sometimes it will push you to go against the odds. There's a difference between desperation and settling for defeat. You see, what was happening when this woman is that the status quo boxed her in the status quo dictated to her the status quo silenced her this woman could have gotten her breakthrough long ago but the law said she was not permitted to go in the public arena ah uh, you see some of you are listening to too much person's speaking and telling you what you can and cannot do too many people telling you that it cannot work but you see desperation made this woman take a risk desperation made her defy the odds and the status quo desperation made her say I've tried everything but I think I need to try Jesus you see the woman understand that if she is going to get a breakthrough. It's not going to come through the, the, the physician because they have already failed. But you see, when desperation cries out from the inside, it Pushes you to try things that you've never tried before. Oh, glory be to God. You see, when you're desperate, you're not gonna be comfortable with defeat. When you're desperate, you're not gonna be comfortable in your struggle. When you're desperate, you're not gonna sit down comfortable in your mess. When you're desperate, It's going to make you become uncomfortable, desperation. Oh, glory be to God. Can push you in the right direction. Some of you under the sound of my voice, you've not been desperate. You've not been desperate enough. You've allowed the devil to say it's not going to change. You've allowed the devil to tell you that your your deliverance is impossible you've allowed the devil to tell you that your victory is uncertain you've allowed the devil to bamboozle you because you've not been desperate enough but desperation of a cry there's something about desperation oh glory be to God desperation will make you see things in a different perspective Desperation will let you shut out the naysayer. Desperation will let you say I got to get my deliverance. And if the delivery is in the house, no Levitical order, no status quo, nothing is going to stand in the way of my deliverance. I need to get My deliverance, and it's gonna be today, not tomorrow, not yesterday, oh glory be, but my deliverance is now, my breakthrough is now, Satan, you can't box me in, you can't limit me, you can't shut me down, you can't shut me up. You can't stop me. Something is crying in my inside. There's something pushing me for my deliverance. Something pushing me for my breakthrough. There's something telling me if I just, if I just press my way, Something is gonna happen Something is gonna happen Something is gonna happen Something is gonna happen My breakthrough is there I hear the sound Of my breakthrough I hear the sound Of my breakthrough I hear the sound Of my my deliverance I hear the sound I hear it I hear it calling me It's calling me It's saying, Camille, it's your time now. Paula, it's your time now. Carolina, it's your time now. The woman says, if only I could touch his clothes. I know he's gonna be coming in the crowd, and I know that if they see me in the crowd, can kill me. You need to understand the text. In those days if you have a flow of blood and you came out in the crowd based on Levitical order they can stone you to death. But this woman knew that Jesus was gonna pass by and she said all this time for 12 years I have heard of the things that Jesus has done. Jersey's daughter got her deliverance all the other people that came before me they got dear deliverance and I know today is passing by and no demon no law nothing is going to hinder my deliverance today the woman put herself together and she says I know that I'm facing death." But I'd rather take debt than stay in it for 12 years. Some of you have been there too long. You need to say, I'm going to take a risk. I'm going to take a leap of faith. But I'm not staying here. I'm not staying here. You see, sometimes people like when you're down here for a long time, they can have a pity party, even in the church. When you're struggling, you find all the prayer warriors. Soon as you get your deliverance, nobody want to talk to you. Because people like when you have struggle, they think they got something on you, they come with their holy so called sanctimonial self but really and truly they just feel like they have something over you and they don't want you to be delivered but this woman said enough is enough, I'm not going to sit here anymore, I'm not going to let you dictate to me anymore, I don't want to hear you anymore, as a matter of fact shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Because if I'm going to get my deliverance, it got to start with me. It's going to start with the level of my faith. You can pray me through, but until I come into the understanding that the God I serve, if he can deliver you, he can deliver me so i'm gonna activate my faith i'm gonna activate my faith it's activation time some of you sitting on your faith but you got to activate your faith Forsaking all i trust him because i understand the heavenly language is a faith language It's a faith language. I don't need no prerequisite. I don't need no degree. I don't have to be educated. I don't have to be healthy. I don't need money. As a matter of fact, I don't need nothing. All I need is a little bit of faith. If I got faith, like a mustard seed i can say to the mountain be removed Cast in the sea i come to activate my fate who are the faithless among me activate your fate your struggle is on you because you're faithless but you gotta look at that thing and say thing in the name of Jesus, 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 loose me, let me go, Satan, Makorabosha, loose me, loose me, loose me, loose me. I say, loose me. In the name of Jesus, it's my time, time for deliverance. Break through! I say, loose me, loose me! I command you, Satan, in the name of the Lord, drop your weapons, drop your weapons, drop your weapons! I command you, drop them, drop them now. Fate, 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 don't let nobody fool you, it's no laying in hands, it's the level of your fate, everything I've done is true fate, and if you come close to me you'll understand, everything I have is true fate. Every material thing I buy is through faith. Everything I possess is through faith. Nobody come and tell me that, Camille, you have everything you can go now. I go without nothing. <laughs> I just go with my faith. Because, you see, some of you don't know that you got the power of the Holy Ghost inside of you. And he says, you can say to the things that are not. The things that don't exist. You know you got more power than the opium man. Than the weaker man. Than the warlock, than the witch, than the wizard. You got more power in this room than any demon kingdom. But you've got to get into the understanding that you can pull down the things every stronghold, every high thing, every diabolic assignment, every demonic spirit. You got the power, but some of you are faithless. You're faithless. You're faithless you're faithless, but you got to activate your faith. Listen how this woman now is very powerful and how this woman understood faith. You see, the woman heard that Jesus is going to be passing by and the woman purpose in her heart that she's going to go to the Messiah. Can I go a little bit deeper? Every miracle that take place in the Bible is activated by Jesus telling them to do something. By Jesus recognizing and speaking to them. (laughs) Uh, Can I go a little bit deeper? (laughs) So this woman is in the crowd and everybody in the crowd is thronging him because everybody wants Jesus to turn and look at them and tell about their situation and then heal them. This woman's faith was so deep. She said, he may not pick me out, but you're Jesus and he's walking in the crowd and he's doing his thing and stop there. And the woman is among the crowd they do not know she's around the crowd and she's mixing with them because she's uncleared. And while they're there, many of them are trying to get Jesus' attention because they want Jesus to turn around and pick them out. But this woman says, I didn't come for that. I come for my deliverance. She says, all I need to do is to get close to him. I just need to go closer, move out of my way, move out of my way, and the woman didn't even get close enough, she just got close enough to touch the aim of his garment, when she touched the aim, the bible says virtue leave his body, who am I speaking to, don't come here looking for no attention, you better get Jesus attention, get in the crowd, I don't care how many people in this room. I need my deliverance and I need it today. You may be sitting beside me. You may look cute, but I didn't come for that. I come to get up in Jesus' business. I come for a deliverance. I didn't come for anything else, but I'm my way through the crowd, I want to be made whole, now I'm going on like this, I ain't going on like this, I came for something, and if Jesus in the house, my deliverance in the house, my breakthroughs in the house, my victory is in the house My blessing is in the house My prosperity is in the house My health is in the house My money is in the house My job is in the house My finance is in the house My children is in the house A woman says if I can just touch the tassel the tassels like a little thread if I can just touch the thread then I can be made whole I come to understand that many of us can be in church, but we're not made whole can I go a little bit deeper was she came in as a woman but she was the daughter let me not go there yet she came in as a woman with the issue and the law was supposed to take care of her issue because they were under law grace didn't come yet Law says you can get your deliverance. Law say because of certain stipulation and protocol, you cannot get your deliverance. But they didn't know that grace was coming in flesh. You see, when grace shows up, you don't need anything else because it's nothing you have done to deserve it. It means wherever you find yourself, grace reaches down to you. You and says I know you came in as the woman with an issue because law will mess you up when there's an issue just like how religious churches will mess you up when you have a struggle but you say grace says not so you say Jesus showed up on the scene and says I didn't come to break the law but I come as a fulfillment because somebody need me and anywhere the need is grace is gonna show up because grace comes to take care of every need and I'm closing here's the revelation the woman came in with the struggle and the issue and the law was trying to stop her and based on the law it stole her identity because on the law when you have something on you it magnify the thing and so who you are no one gets to know it but here is a revelation when Jesus showed up and she touched yes. the tassa yes. and she made she was now made whole go back to verse 34 you know what it now happened it changes her identity it didn't say a woman or the woman or a certain woman go back and read it you know what it says it says daughter He says, "Daughter," which just tells me now, grace just, uh, grace just come in and correct the thing. Grace just messed them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said I wasn't fit under the law, but when grace show up, I now have an identity. Who am I speaking to? Don't let them shut you down, because as long as Jesus is in the house, grace is in the house, and grace is sufficient. God's riches at Christ's expense. There's grace where there's grace There's mercy, mercy Rewrote my life I should have fallen And my soul passed away But it was mercy It's His grace and His mercy That brings me true In spite of the struggle Through it all learn to trust him and to take him at his word don't mess with me i know who i am not my struggle and the righteousness of the almighty god i'm a daughter and because of grace i'm made whole you ain't got nothing on me nothing over me nothing in me but i know who i am I know who I am, 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 am. and I'm closing. And so we need to understand that it doesn't matter what we face in life, while we're on the journey to heaven, it's not what they say you are is who Jesus say you are. And with every struggle that you face, don't allow it to mar the purpose. Some of you are going through some hard things. Some it's, it's marriage, some it's finance. for some it's children some is low self-esteem for some is the inability to get married for some is what happened to you many years ago some were molested some were deprived of all different kind of things many things happen in this journey called life but may i submit to you this afternoon Pick yourself up, there's still purpose on you. Put it together and says, my name is so-and-so and I came in the earth realm to do great exploit. And Satan, I don't care what you have on me in the past, in the present, or the future. You may send it to mash me up and to slow me down. But devil, I'm gonna use it as a stepping stone it's gonna push me higher. You can't push me down. I'm going higher, and I'm going deeper, and i am come here to do what God called me to do. Don't let them mess you up. Their struggle is not you. I'm gonna stop there. I'd like to pray for someone. The altars are open. Can you come to this altar quickly? Let me dismiss you hallelujah the altars are open if you need prayer walk down here if you say God I want I'm believing you for something there's something that I need a deliverance for and I need it today God I don't want to leave here the same way that I came but I need you to work some stuff out for me today I want you to come to this altar don't look around you know what you want God to do in your life Hallelujah, come to this altar. Come, come. If you feel defeated, come. If you feel busted, come. And if you came here and you say, God, things have been going haywire, but I just want a shift in my life, come to this altar. You say, God, I want to turn it around in my situation, come to this altar. God, I need a breakthrough in my situation, come to this altar. Hallelujah, Jesus, he's worthy. He's worthy to be praised. Hallelujah, he's worthy, he's worthy. Come on, somebody, just go ahead and worship him right where you are, just worship him. Just go ahead and worship him. Hallelujah, just worship him. My God, he's worthy. He's worthy boys.
0: Thanks for listening. Our mission here is simple, to bring you the saving love of Jesus Christ through salvation. We hope you'd subscribe and share this podcast so you can receive the latest podcast in your daily victorious Christian walk with God. We also invite you to visit our website, www.adoniministries.ca to know more about us. You can also follow us on social media to join our live services online to stay connected worship with us this Sunday at Adonai Ministries, Toronto, located at 1111 Finch Avenue West, Unit 34, Toronto, Canada. We'd love to pray with you today. Simply call plus 1-647-882-9708 right now. We love to appreciate your financial support and donations. It keeps the ministry going. We're praying for you. Adonai Ministries, transforming lives through the kingdom of God.